Welcome to Journey to Wholeness, hosted by author and life coach, Indiana Tuggle, where we help Christian women heal, achieve mental wellness, and spiritual growth so you can accomplish your goals and purpose. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday or whatever day that you are tuning into this podcast. I hope that all is well or all is going well in your life. I'm sitting here and I'm reflecting on my healing journey. And what I've learned or what I've seen is that healing is such a beautiful journey, a beautiful process. However, you won't be able to see that beauty until you learn that it is something that is necessary for you and not something that you just do or go through to get to something else. Because on my journey, I've seen that as long as I was trying to get through healing, to get to something that I thought or I decided would bring me joy, would bring me happiness, then I became weary in well-doing. I became uh, disappointed on the journey. I became frustrated um, in waiting, right? So um, as I'm sitting here and I'm reflecting, I'm reflecting upon the the keys or the the top three things that have been instrumental to my healing process. And before I get into it, I'm going to let you know that I didn't discover these three things all at once, all in the beginning. I've learned them as I went, as I learned to trust God, as I saw um, the big, the benefit of the healing on my thought processes, my mental well-being, my my peace or understanding the peace of God, right? Because let's be honest, it don't feel good in the beginning, right? It don't feel good sometimes as you're going through it. There are a lot of tears. And as much as I hate to hear people um, talk about the pain of the healing process, that's absolutely real because you don't understand everything you're going through. You don't understand why you have to heal to to get the love you want, the career you want, etc. When you see other people around you who seem to have what you desire, yet you have to take time to heal before you get it. So healing can sometimes um, be viewed as punishment from the very God who is supposed to love you unconditionally, right? You feel like it's, it's punishment. You feel like you're unusable. You feel like you're unlovable. You feel like um, 
you you're in this holding pattern right so you don't see the beauty of it right off right um but as you go as god begins to uncover some things in you you begin to see that it was necessary right and it's not that you can't have those things that you want is that if you got it in the manner in which God intended for you, then you would sabotage it. You would mishandle it, you know. Um, and so I wanted to get into that today. And these keys are not necessarily in any particular order. Right. Um, but. Uh, I want to start with uh, number one, which is remaining teachable. My number one mantra that I quote often has always been always be learning. And that is because as much as I am a proponent for healing and um, healing alone in the presence of God, And that is a requirement. There will be times on your healing journey where God will 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 bring you into his self. He will draw you closer to him and it will be just you and God. Right. However, um, when it comes time to take you to that next level, God needs to do that through people. So you have to learn to um, embrace people. Um, You have to learn to um, discern the right people that are for you or against you. And however, if you're always cutting people off, if you're always um, isolating yourself from people, if you're always avoiding tough conversations, then you will end up rejecting the wisdom that is required for you to go to the next level. And when I say next level, next level doesn't necessarily mean um, a specific thing to obtain something. Next level could be just the next level of your growth, the next level of your healing process, right? Um, God uses people, Right. And he's going to use someone to come and show you um, what's necessary for you to grow or to show you what you need to grow. Right. I've had people to tell me some hard truths about myself that I um, had to take to God and say, "Okay, God, um, what is this? You know, and how can how can I fix it? Right. I've always told that the healing process is about learning and unlearning. You learn who you are. You learn who God created you to be. And honestly, we love to say that I know myself to thine own self be true. But to be honest, who you know yourself to be is tainted. It's tainted by hurt is tainted by pain, is tainted by abuse, is tainted by neglect. So the real you that you're claiming to know, that you're um, claiming is the end all be all, that's not even you, right? I'm I'm in a season where I'm discovering, you know, um, how to 
love my flaws or, you know, love who God created me to be and also love who I'm becoming. Right. Love where I am now and then love where um, God is taking me to because I know that I'm safe in his hands. Right. And whatever he brings me to, he's going to bring me through and and learning that the grace of God will never or, or shall I say the word of God will never lead you to where the grace of God can't protect you. So I don't have to fear people anymore. So I can accept what comes my way. I can discern whether it's for me, whether it's God, right? Or whether it's correct. Um, I can discern that. And then number one, I can go to God with it and say, God, if this is an area where you need me to grow and to learn, show me the next step. Show me how to um, make those changes to um, to start to improve in this area. Right. But if I don't remain teachable, then I will consistently reject that wisdom. I will consistently uh, reject those people that come to me under the disguise of they don't know me. They're not trying to know me. They don't understand me. That's not God. That's not me. When in reality, yeah, there is you. My grandmama used to tell me, baby, everybody not lying. (laughs) There's always some truth in it. And sometimes you have to realize that you're the common denominator in your relationships, right? If, if, If multiple people are coming to you, um, experiencing different versions of you, then you have to make some changes because you shouldn't be showing up differently in the lives of everybody. There should be consistent. There should be some consistency in your behavior towards others. Right? So, um, you have to remain teachable so that, Um, You can see you can God can send people your way to help you grow and you won't reject them and you won't abuse the help because sometimes we push the very people away that God meant to help us. Right. And the second thing or the second key um, to my healing journey has been learning to be present with God. And living in the moment is absolutely essential, right? Because I've learned that if we're always looking for, expecting, or focusing on what's next, then we will never see what God is doing in us and through us, right? And when this really hit me hard is when um, I believe it was a few years ago and I was invited to a speaking um, event or well, no, it wasn't a speaking event. It was a television interview that I was invited to. And it was um, an hour away from where I live in Memphis, Tennessee. So um, all 
all while I was preparing for the interview um, in the weeks to come, I was praying, asking God what to, what to say, what to talk about, because the host of the uh, radio station or the television show, she just said, oh, we're going to let God flow um, and you can talk about whichever book you want to talk about. And so in my prayer, I was asking God what book to talk about, this, that and the other. And he hadn't spoke. And so it came to almost the day before the event and I still hadn't heard from God. And it was to the point to where I was about to cancel. I was like, God, you hadn't said anything. I don't know what to say. I don't know this and the other. And um, and finally, God would say, just go. And oh, and so I was like, OK, I'm going to go. Um, I know I heard you say that. Um, I know your voice. So I'm going to go in all the way there. I was, you know, listening to my worship music and praising and still asking God, well, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? Which book are we going to talk about? And he was just saying, just trust me, just um, and, and go. And so I kept going. I got there and I arrived at the um, station about. 30 to 45 minutes before my time, my interview time. And she had several interviews scheduled for that day. So um, when I arrived on the parking lot, I texted her and I said, I'm here. And she said, um, well, um, you can come in um, when you're ready or as the Lord leads. And I was like, okay. So, um, I was prepared to sit in the car. I was going to sit in the car, <laughs> you know, um, had got my phone out ready to scroll on social media, you know, to buy my time or whatnot. And the Holy Spirit said, go in. And and so I got out the car, um, put my jacket on that I took off because I didn't want it to get wrinkled, put my jacket on and um, grabbed a few books that I had in the car. Actually, I brought all of them because I didn't know which one I was going to talk about. So um, I got my books out the car um, and I walked in. And um, she was there. She was interviewing someone else or she was about to interview someone else. And she said, I've decided that I'm going to interview you last so you can go ahead and make you some coffee or whatnot and just sit and um, enjoy the show. So I was like, OK, cool. So I made me some coffee and I sat down and she started her interview with another young lady. And I was sitting there. And I was listening to the interview and I was hearing everything the young lady was saying and she was sharing her testimony and she had written her first book and she had been through so much um, in her life, in her young life. And she was uh, about 10 years younger than me. So um, as she was talking and when she um, finished, I heard God said, I sent you for her. And when she got off the stage and she came in um, and was sitting and she was talking and it was another young lady waiting for her interview as well. And that young lady approached her first 
and uh, was telling her how her testimony was very moving and she was proud of her for sharing and this, that, and the other. And when she, I sat and I waited and when she finished and she walked toward me, I stopped her and I just told, and I just started to, to pour into her and to encourage her and to tell her that this was just the beginning. And, and I was showing her my books and I was telling her what is to come and how my testimony grew um, and how God began to use me in my writing and to reach other people. And she was just in tears and she was like, I never knew any of that was possible. And so we finished talking, we exchanged numbers and I said she could call me if she ever wanted to talk about, you know, some of the things she was experiencing um, in her writing process or even in life in general. And um, that was that. And afterwards, you know, we looked each other up on social media, exchanged numbers and we're able to inbox each other on occasion um, now, even now today. And so after that, you know, she interviewed someone else and then she finally got to me and um, the host, we had a, a wonderful interview and I just free flowed and talked about kind of a plethora of, of just being um, single. And on the way home and God spoke and he said, Indiana, you're going to have to learn to be present with me because what you've gone through over the years in your healing process is still valuable now. You you don't have to wait until you get married, until you become a bestseller, until your business grow to impact others. You are my mouthpiece. You can impact people now. What you think is unimportant, it's valuable and important to me. But you have to be present with me in order to see that because you're still waiting on something else to come for you to say that you've arrived. You've arrived now. You are usable now. So if we don't learn to be present with God, then we're telling him that he can't use us right now. We're telling him that that we're not uh, available until we get to a certain level. So in essence, you're halting the hand of God in your life when you don't learn to be present with him because God is not behind you, pushing you. He's not in front of you, pulling you. He's walking in you and with you. Right. And then the third element or the third key that I learned is that God's timing is perfect. And I know we say that, but when it comes to our healing process, we are we want to rush God, you know, because like I said before, we think we are going through healing to get to something else, but healing, but it's for you right now. God is perfecting a work in you now, right? And a lot of things, the weight, the, the weight that's required for, um, 
some things, we don't generally understand it until later. In time, you will understand. You don't understand now because you're in it, right? A lot of times you you can't, you don't see that you're resting in the storm because you're in it. (laughs) You don't see that you're weathering the storm because you're in the storm. And a lot of times when you come out of it, that's when you see. And then another thing is there are some things that God is doing in you that you don't even have the wisdom to understand now because your vision is tainted by what you've been through you're not you're still not seeing him clearly you're still not seeing him through healed eyes and as the veil is uncovered over your eyes which the healing process does as it the scales are falling from your eyes you will begin to see God clearly and you will begin to understand why he's doing what he's doing in you right for example i never understood why my journey was so freaking long Right. I've been on the healing journey for 10 years and now I'm learning to understand that it's just a process of walking in wholeness. It's continuous. There is no end. Right. As long as you are on this earth, as long as you deal with people, as long as you're interacting with people, you will always um, need strategies to overcome that hurt because um, people are imperfect. And sometimes they hurt you um, intentionally and unintentionally, right? But what I had to learn was that the lesson will become clear in time. The, The things that are necessary for you will become clear in time. For example, I'm learning that God has to take me the slow route because what I've been through, the hurt that I've experienced won't allow me to go through fast, right? As much as I would love for God to give me the vision all at once, to tell me every step that he is going to, that he requires of me to do it. I can't handle it. Nene, who is my childhood nickname, she can't handle it, right? I would get overwhelmed too easily. Um, I would get frustrated. I would get, uh, I would get anxiety if God would move me too fast. Right. So because he loves me and he's patient with me, he gives me things one step at a time. Now, sometimes that step one step is loaded in the beginning. um, My first step was right. The was 
get along with me, <laughs> right? It was sup with me. It was, it was read my word, indulge yourself in my word. And then it was write the book, <laughs> right? Now my, my, my one step, um, comes with, um, a, a year strategy, right? Um, uh, when it comes to, uh, my business and things like that. But I learned that, the weight was for me because I grew up um, in a time where every adult that I loved and trusted failed me. That the love that I thought or what I thought was loved abused me, neglected me, you know, um, molested me, um, beat my mother, uh, incarcerated my brother took away the very safety net that I thought I had in um in people who loved me I don't trust easily right um so in order for me to continue to move forward God has to teach me had to teach me to trust him step by step I had to be secure. The little girl in me had to be secure in her safety before she would even allow me to move forward. And the reason that I talk about her in that manner is because the little girl in me is still alive. She don't die until I die. Right. And she's still um, inside of me trying to protect me, trying to protect herself from being hurt. Right. And as I learn that I, I am no longer responsible from protecting myself, that that's God's job. We both still have to assure little Nene that she's OK. So I have to have pep talks with her <laughs> and say, hey, you're OK. God has you. We're going to do this, you know, one step at a time. And that one step at a time is to keep her calm. Because if she has a tantrum, an eight-year-old, 13-year-old tantrum, guess what? She's going to stop Indiana in her tracks. So Indiana won't be able to move. Right? So the scenic route that God is taking me on is not so that he can dangle blessings in my face. Right. It's not so that he can punish me. It's not so because I've been a bad girl. No, the weight is so that he can show prove himself to me so that he can show himself strong to me, show that he can show me the love and the support that I need. Right. There are times when, yes, the Holy Spirit would be like, yeah, hey, I'm going to need you to put some fire under your feet. But for the most part, God has always been ever so patient and ever so gentle with me. And I'm just now learning 10 years later that the wait is for me and that God's timing is perfect. In time, you will understand. Today, I understand Five years ago, I didn't. Eight years ago, I didn't. Right? So I said 
that to say that your healing journey is cultivated just for you. It's designed just for you. And you will have to learn to trust the process. The process is more important than whatever final destination you have decided um, is, is that you're going to get. <laughs> right. It's it's much more deeper than that. And you don't even understand its depth right now. But I promise you, in time, you will understand. Well, that's all that I have for you guys today. I hope you have enjoyed this um, review, this walk down memory lane with me, um, or some of it is present. (laughs) I hope you have enjoyed that. And I hope that I have said something that sparks something within you. Um, Remember that you can always reach out to me via uh, email or via social media. If you have any questions regarding anything I've spoken on today. And as I leave you, I would say God bless. And I hope that you continue to walk in victory. You have been listening to Journey to Wholeness, brought to you by Indie Rights, a spiritual growth and development company that helps you write your way to success and wholeness in every area of your life. We specialize in books and journals that promote mental wellness and Christian growth. Our journals provide inspirational articles, motivational quotes, biblical guidance, writing prompts to release your feelings, fears, and thoughts, as well as strategies for success to tackle your goals and pursue your purpose. Visit our website and join our mailing list at www.indierights.com to learn more.